One margarita. Luke Bryan, he's getting kind of famous with his underwear commercials. He and his wife, date night, have you ever seen those? No. I I must miss it all. You must miss it all. But uh, (laughs) he's got a cute little blonde wife, and he's advertising some kind of underwear. What what networks do you watch? He's on all over the place. But anyway, that's Luke Bryan, one margarita this morning. On a Friday morning, and oh, is it a nice morning out there to sleep. 40s, Toma, Rice Lake, Medford. We're only 53 here in Eau Claire. We'll tell you more about that as we go along this morning. But, uh, again, getting ready for the big 4th of July weekend. What do you tell them? Pleasantville is going to start tonight. Pleasantville has its fireworks tonight. Down by Osteo, uh, of course, if you're not familiar with o'clock. Pleasantville. But it's fireworks. Argu- arguably one of the better fireworks uh, in the region. And it will be tonight. Yeah, 10 p.m. What, uh, what, what? Brings that on tonight. They got something else going on. Oh, they have an entire weekend of a softball tournament, fast pitch softball, and uh, a lot of good things there. Bounce houses. You what are they going to do the rest of the weekend when the fireworks are all done? Second <laughs> July. That's what I wonder. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's uh, some uh, things to drink. I think down there in the. Oh, park. that's and, hard to uh, believe. That's it's hard a, to believe. It's a family event, of course. Well, that's oh, good. A great church service, a polka church service on Fourth uh, of July. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's going on, but we got lots of chores to do here on Wax this morning. I'm Bob, and I'm Scott. In case you didn't know, we are here, <laughs> and we've got the June Class Three price. Nothing to get excited about. But other farm news we're going to talk about as well. The calendar, getting ready for state FFA convention. What number is this? I think this is a, this is a big 90, number. 92nd. 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 And I love, I uh, talked about this yesterday, I love their their theme this year. One word, it is unstoppable. Yeah. And after what we've gone through the last year or so, and they've worked hard. These state FFA officers doing things on Zoom and virtually, and oh my goodness gracious, they've worked hard. So again, uh, they deserve to have a, a great, great send off because they weren't really face to face when they were elected, but on their way out, they will be. And so uh, we we look forward to being down. We'll be down there Tuesday and Wednesday and emceeing the state degree banquet. So if you're going to be at the state degree banquet. We will see you there and uh, lots of other things going on down there at the Alliant Energy Center. So uh, after the fireworks, what are you going to do tonight for the rest of the weekend? I have uh, some weeds to catch up with in my garden. You've been catching up with weed every time I ask you. You say, oh, i got to go to my garden and get the weeds. How many weeds do you pull one at a time and then quit? Well, yeah, that's how you pull weeds, one at a time. But I mean one a day? Yeah, basically. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, know, you, have to, you pull a weed and you contemplate things for a while. That's the way this works. <laughs> well, Lean on the hole a little You're bit. a good contemplator, that <laughs> is for sure. What are you drinking this morning from I'm Revolution? I'm drinking my breakfast blend this morning, and I feel horrible because I didn't get down I, there for a couple of you noticed. And, don't tell me, because yeah, I, I noticed I, right away when you come in empty-handed, I'm thinking, oh, he pulled that one weed and then he contemplated all day. He never got to Black River. <laughs> I didn't get down there for one of the school for you, and I feel almost guilty for that. Well, I do. But, uh, boy, I'm going to have to get down there this afternoon yet. and uh, Lay supplies in for the weekend. Lay some supplies in for the weekend. That's right. And some of that might be some uh, adult drink, too. Oh, uh, that's some good. Wine, some yeah, so wines. if you're driving up or down the interstate this weekend, swing in to Black River Falls, right on the main drag there. Stay away from, you know, some of the, the uh, highway shops. And go right in downtown and uh, get yourself some some good stuff down there, rather than some of the uh, you know stuff you can get on the highway. They got some <laughs> awfully good sandwiches and awfully good pastries and awfully good drinks down there. You bet. Revolution Coffee with a seal of pride. All right, as we said, coming up we got the uh, the Class Three Dairy Expo. You're gonna show cattle. Time to get them registered. Time to get them entered. And we got other things going on, too. We'll take a look at commodity prices in May around Wisconsin. Some of them were pretty good. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see. The biggest selection for miles around. Two jam-packed floors of quality. At Economy, you don't have to wait for a sale. It can be yours immediately. Everyday low prices on the best brand names. And we finance it interest-free. Furnishing the 
Lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. You didn't answer. Of the but I didn't hear anything. Oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, sorry about that. I thought you were done. Pretty nice weather coming up for the 4th of July weekend. So if you got the kids home and you want to surprise them and say, hey, we get to make hay this weekend, shouldn't be a problem. Partly sunny, 84 today, full sun, 91 tomorrow, 93 with some sun on Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, partly sunny in the 80s. Looks like Wednesday there is a chance of rain now at a high about 74, but uh, should be good weather for the weekend. So uh, however you uh, want to enjoy 4th of July weekend, do it. And if you do have your own personal fireworks, be very, very careful. Don't let the kids around them. And let's have a fun, safe weekend. Hey, it's a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM. W-A-X-X-O. Claire, let's get some Friday morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. It looks like America's longest war is officially over. The last U.S. troops in Afghanistan left today. They were stationed at Bagram Air Base, which had been used for launching strikes against the Taliban. Some, though, will remain to help secure the embassy and the airport in Kabul. President Biden says he's holding out hope for those unaccounted for in the deadly Florida condo collapse. The whole nation is mourning with these families. They're going through hell. Speaking in Miami yesterday, Biden noted that he spoke personally with every single family that wanted to sit down. He said the country is with them as one nation. The 12-story high-rise collapsed last week, killing at least 18 people, with more than 100 still unaccounted for. The Congressional Budget Office is projecting the U.S. deficit will hit $3 trillion this year. Matt Mattinson reports. That's on top of what they believe will be an average of a $1 trillion deficit for the next decade. The office says the pandemic and legislation passed in response are weighing heavily on the deficit. About $6 trillion in COVID-19 relief has been signed into law by former President Donald Trump and President Biden. I'm Matt Mattinson. The Boy Scouts of America is settling its first legal case for a historic amount. A year after filing bankruptcy, the Boy Scouts agreed to pay $850 million to more than 60,000 men. They claim they were abused as kids in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, long before two adult leaders were required at all scouting activities. Court documents say the Boy Scouts will pay $250 million, and local councils will contribute the rest. And California's recall election of Governor Gavin Newsom is now set for September the 14th. The Secretary of State certified a petition saying more than 1.7 million signatures are valid. Newsom's campaign describes the election as, quote, a naked attempt by Trump Republicans to grab control in the state. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. Skyline Golf Course and Restaurant in Black River Falls is open for the golfing season. Try your skills and get your tee times while you enjoy 18 holes of golf. Enjoy the open fairways and the course along the creek. Stop in at the View Restaurant and enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Try their pastas, steaks, homemade pizzas, or enjoy a drink at the bar while overlooking an amazing view. Don't forget their Friday night fish fry. Skyline Golf Course and Restaurant in Black River Falls. Enjoy the spring season with Skyline. Skyline. 
I'm excited, and you will be too, because we are going to Panama and Costa Rica October 30th to November 8th. We had this plan last year, remember, but because of the COVID pandemic, we had to postpone, never cancel. One of the things we will do, of course, is get on a ship in the Pacific Ocean, get off in the Atlantic Ocean, because we're going to cruise through the Panama Canal. We'll also visit a coffee plantation, dairy farm. We'll go to the RNL Volcano National Park. We'll see all kinds of wildlife in that part of the world in the Mont Verde Cloud Forest Preserve. We'll visit and mingle with native cultures. We'll cruise a wildlife refuge, and we'll have lots of fun in the beautiful warm weather in Panama and Costa Rica at the end of October, the 1st of November. Call Holiday Vacations for a free brochure, 888-554-5208. Again, that's 888-554-5208. Plan to join us in Panama and Costa Rica October 30th through November 8th. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, we're looking forward to that Panama-Costa Rica trip when you've never been someplace and you hear so many good things about it. I saw a National Geographic story that uh, more American expatriates, you know, people that move out of the country and move someplace else, more of them move to Costa Rica than any place else because of friendly government, good weather, cost of living is very, very good. So uh, a lot of people are down there that are American, and, of course, they've got some spectacular things to see, agricultural and uh, just uh, a lot of things. So really looking forward to that. I don't know, kind of Costa Rican weather, maybe, I guess we could call it. Partly sunny, about 84 today, 91 with full sun tomorrow, 93 partly sunny on Sunday. It'll cool off to 89 on Monday, partly sunny. Tuesday, another good hay and day, partly sunny, 81. Chance of rain on Wednesday, 74. 49 right now in Toma, Rice Lake, and Medford. 58 in Wausau. 55 in Marshfield. Green Bay, the warm spot at 6, or excuse me, lacrosse, the warm spot at 64. Green Bay is only 53. Madison, Sun Prairie, a very comfortable 55. And Milwaukee's at 59. Here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, we're 53 degrees. We'll look at the Friday markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Central Wisconsin State Fair in Marshfield. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Central Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Plans are in place for Farm Technology Days 2021 at Hunsinger Farms in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. Spend time at Innovation Square in the middle of 10 City to see some of the newest technologies in food production. Visit with more than 500 exhibitors who always have unique and modern products and ideas for your farm and garden. Take a tour of agricultural enterprises in the area, too. So don't miss Farm Technology Days 2021 at Hunsinger Farms in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. Buy your tickets online now at www wifarmtechdays.org Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And speaking of farm technology days, we want you to stop by our Wax 104.5 booth. We'll be in lot 572 I believe is our number. We'll be kind of in the middle of Tent City there, but lots of things going on for you. Again, a chance to win quarter of a hog. We're going to give away four Quarter, four half a hogs, I'm sorry, four half yeah, hogs yeah. from uh, Big Mike's Meats and Philip Catering down there in Augusta. Yeah. Big Mike and Heidi Ho, I like to call her Heidi Ho down there, <laughs> at Big Mike's. Good folks, and uh, they're going to be along with us. So get down there. They've got some great, great meats. And if you need an event catered, talk to them about that too, because a great catering service as well. And we're going to hear more about Farm Technology Day is coming up here in a few minutes. But, uh, again, we've got a little more work to do before that. The market, Scott, livestock on a Friday? Fed beef steers are at 115 to 124, with the mix selling 89 to 114. Fed beef heifers, 114 to 120, with the mix 98 to 113. Fed Holstein steers, 104 to 114 and a half, with selects 50 to 103. Cows are at 50 to 70 with the top selling at 80 and a half with the bulls 61 to 97. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 75 to 98, sows 36 to 57, and boars 18 to 23 and a half. 
New crop market lambs are at 205 to 250, and feeder lambs 125 to 325. And take a look at the futures on livestock. Cattle prices were higher yesterday. August live cattle 123.57, up 85. October 129.25, that was up a dollar 10. December cattle 133.20, also up a dollar 10. And February live cattle 136.72, up a dollar 42. Feeder cattle were higher as well. August feeders 156.32, up a dollar 70. September 159.07, up 165. October 161.07, up 155. November 162.25, up a dollar 27. And January feeders. 162.22 up 77. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower yesterday. July 107.30 down 17. August at 110.30 down 295. October 84.87 down 240. And December hog 78.30 down 177. And again, uh, Board of Trade really jumping around because of that uh, report that came out earlier. The lower planting estimates. Now, we planted more than we did a year ago, but the planting estimates that came out were less than the trade expected. So prices have, uh, you know, done some nice jumping. December corn overnight up another seven cents. So December corn this morning sitting right around 596 a bushel. The oats up four at 391. December wheat up a nickel, 679. November soybeans up 16 cents over $14 at 1412. Meal up 280 a ton, 388 dollars on the October contract. Barrel cheese down one and three quarters, 148 and a half yesterday. Blocks unchanged, 155 and a quarter. Butter unchanged, 174. July class three down 14, 1677. August down 29, 1684. September down six, 1728. October down eight, 1803. November up two. At 1812, mostly unchanged into 2022. And again, as we said, Farm Technology Day is not that far away. We'll hear more about what's going on next on Wax, 11 minutes after 5. Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation. Or go to Starblends.com. That's Starblends. Blends.com. At Osseo Ford and Nels Gunderson Chevrolet, we don't advertise things like lifetime warranties or customer for life programs. We believe in honest, transparent pricing that puts our customers in good financial positions so we can earn their business time and time again. We focus on building value and creating true lifetime relationships with our customers. Whether it be picking up your car for service, a complimentary loaner car while we fix yours, or a car wash token every time you come back to see us, we are here to help. Visit Osseoauto.com. Audible delivers everything you love listening to all in one app. Stream the newest releases, bestsellers, Audible originals, popular podcasts, and more. Start listening free with a 30-day trial at audible.com. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. When Farm Technology Days get here July 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Huntsinger Farms in Eau Claire County, the show will not be entirely at Huntsinger Farms because there are going to be some off-site farm tours you'll be able to take advantage of. One of those is to visit Nellie's Holsteins, Nellie's Dairy Farm, the Nelson family. The fifth generation is now on the farm. Miranda Nelson is with us right now. And Miranda, tell us how Nellie's Holsteins, Nellie's Dairy is going to be involved, what folks are going to be able to see on the bus tour. Um, for the bus tour, you're going to be able to take the bus right down through our freestall barn and see our freestall barn layout, alley scrapers, and our Valmetto feed pusher. And then for those that don't get on the bus tour, they will be able to see a 15 to 20 minute virtual farm tour that will highlight um, our milking parlor, our utility room, and a bunch of other things that we are conducting throughout the dairy. And of course, this has been in operation. The new dairy has been uh, how long in operation? Uh, so you got it kind of broke in. Yes, we would have started operation and milking in the new facility um, February 28th of 2019. Or 2018, sorry. And of course, your husband Derek and his dad Doug milking cows there along with you, of course. But uh, what have they said about the new operation as far as maybe liking the dairy industry a little bit more with this setup? Yes, it's a lot easier to milk our. Uh, 
200 cows in the parlor. We have a double eight parallel parlor and a lot easier on your body than in the tie stall barn. But also we've added a lot of automation so we could keep all the labor within the family. So what's all the automation that you do have? We have a Valmetal food feed pusher, mm-hmm. so that's um, refreshing and pushing up feed every two hours. Um, alley scrapers that are keeping the manure in the alleyways clean. And a couple automation. We do have a tunnel a ventilated barn, so better ventilation there. And and the buses are going to drive right through the, the barn. Yeah, the bus is going to drive right through the barn, and you're going to be a couple feet from the feed pusher. And I would assume there will be people on the, bar, on the bus that will be able to explain what everything is for those people going through. Yes, there will be tour guides on the bus, and the family will be available for questions. Um, oh, that's great. Times. So Nellie's Holsteins will be part of the bus tour off-site, and if people uh, want to buy tickets for the show, Miranda ahead of time so they don't have to stand in line what's the best way to do that go to www.wifarmtechdays.org to get your tickets all right and also don't forget we're looking for volunteers go to that same website www.wifarmtechdays volunteers and sign up Miranda you're going to be at the show all three days on the farm so you can see Miranda and ask her questions about Nellie's Holstein's part of the tours at Farm Technology Days 2021 in Eau Claire County, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Huntsinger Farms. Yeah, that should be a good show and a good tour down there at uh, Nellie's Holstein's. It should. You know, she forgot to mention one thing. That feed pusher she mentioned is yeah. named. It's named Bob. It is. Yeah, they told me that a couple of years ago that uh, they named, or last, yeah, a couple of years ago now, that they named their feed pusher Bob because it only works every couple hours and <laughs> then just a little while whenever it works. So. Well, appropriately named. Yeah. Appropriately I, I named. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> but that should be a good tour. Well, you can see Nellie Holstein. You can also see Bob in the, yeah. in the barn there. And don't forget at uh, Farm Tech Days, Big Mike Meats is going to be at our Wax one. 4.5 booth giving away four half hogs when the show is all over so make sure you get in and register for that live or you will have a way you can do it online too so you can maybe uh, win the half hog but we'd sure like to see you at the show that's for sure 16 and a half <laughs> bob the feed <laughs> bob. pusher all right we've got a uh, little farm news we'll get to next speaking of farm tech days Marika's going to be there, too. Marika Hudenthorpe is currently booking tours. Do the tour. You can go through the parlor observation area, the barn, cheese making, and delicious cheese sampling. And children five and under can tour for free. When you're done seeing how it's done and sampling its results, head to the store for 10% off merchandise of award-winning goudas, local wines, beer, sausage, and bread, plus a variety of Dutch items. And then enjoy a lovely meal at their Duchess Cafe. Self-guided tours are also available. Call for information at 715-669-5230 or sign up online at marikaguda.com. We've got farm news to look at, 17 and a half after 5. And, Scott, we got some numbers to pass along. You bet. The official June Class 3 milk price was released yesterday at $17.21 a hundredweight. That's down $1.75 from the May price of $18.96. For the first six months of this year, the Class 3 average is $16.96 a hundredweight. Wisconsin all milk price in May was nineteen seventy a hundred ninety cents more than the April price and six dollars higher than last May. Nationally, the all milk price was nineteen dollars and twenty cents. As all twenty four of the top milk producing states saw higher milk prices for May, New Mexico had the lowest price at sixteen ninety, while Oregon had the highest price in May at twenty one seventy. The all-milk price in Minnesota in May reached $20.20 a hundred, up 20 cents from April. Strong demand and concerns over dry weather in May helped push commodity prices higher across the state. In May, corn averaged $5.93 a bushel, 78 cents more than in April, and $2.81 better than a year ago. Soybeans averaged $14.70. That was up 90 cents from the April average and was also $6.57 a bushel higher than last May. Oat prices were also up at 3.43 a bushel in May, 
12 cents more than April and 20 cents higher than a year ago. And it was the same story for hay. Prices reached $164 a ton for all hay, with alfalfa bringing $173 a ton, up $16 from April and $10 a ton more than a year ago. Grass averaged $134 a ton in April, $13 more than in April uh, of last year, and $24 I'm assuming that was a ton in May, and that's $13 more than in April and $24 a ton more than last May. All right. So, again, yeah, those prices really took a turn, and it'll be interesting to see what the uh, average is for June, the way they ended up here at the end of the month. Yep. All right. We got to find out about the lumber industry. We hear about, oh, you're going to build something right now. Lumber's awfully expensive. We'll find out from someone that's involved in the industry what's going on. We'll do that next. And again, get your luggage out. Get your suitcases out. We're going to be traveling. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama October 30th through November 8th with Holiday vacations. Energy is a glowing sphere of hot gas. It's an ocean of air. And at Excel Energy, we make it safe. It's why we train first responders, help you identify where utility lines are buried. Uh, sir, do not dig there. And it's why we study the flight paths of majestic golden eagles before we build a wind farm. Safer energy, people. It's all part of a carbon-free 2050. You, us, together. Excel Energy. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Three generations of continuous care. Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm building Report. building a house or a pole barn or anything having to do with wood knows that the price has gone up recently for a lot of reasons. Timber industry is big here in Wisconsin. And, uh, Pam, you talk to folks that are right on the front lines because, uh, you know, whether you're in northern Wisconsin where a lot of timber is taken here close to the northern end of the world's longest barn, timber industry is really, really tight right now. Well, I'll tell you what, Bob, as people head out for their 4th of July breaks, many of them are going to be headed to the North Woods. And as you're driving along those highways and byways, I want you to really pay closer attention to those trees and maybe have a little bit more respect for Wisconsin's timber industry. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I sure have a lot more appreciation for the timber industry after visiting with Logan Wells. He is the forest product specialist with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's living up in Hayward and he is keeping an eye on this timber industry and he said it's a little frustrating whenever he sees those big headlines about high prices of lumber, high prices of timber, and People seem to think that that money is being made in Wisconsin. He said you need to understand the diversity of Wisconsin's timber and lumber industry, and you need to understand those trees you're looking at serve different purposes. When we look across the state of Wisconsin, one of the biggest misconceptions is, you know, we can use trees for just about anything. And we can use wood in lots of different ways, but certain tree species are used for different products than others. So, for instance, when we talk about softwood lumber, those are coming from our conifers or pines and spruce, our, our softwood trees. Um, and so lumber, we've, we've got the softwood lumber, that only represents, uh, the trees that can produce that are softwood trees, only represents about uh, 30% of all the, the forests in our state. So vastly, the majority of our, our woods are composed of hardwoods, which we use that lumber for a different type of products. Right, yeah, and some for some reason I thought the phrase hardwood would dictate that that was construction lumber, but uh, in reality that's not the case either. Very true, yeah. So the, the hardwood lumber is used for, think, moldings and cabinets and furniture. Um, we use it in a lot of different flooring uh, aspects, and but it's, it's not really used for the dimension stock. I like to explain it. We use hardwood lumber for most of the things that we can see, 
whereas dimension lumber, softwood lumber, is more for the structural applications that we don't necessarily see in our houses. Well, what has been influencing this whole uh, situation, Logan, as far as the escalation in price and the shortages that have been discussed? Like you said, Wisconsin's got plenty of acres of timber, even if it's different varieties. What else is at the root of all this? Yeah, I think before we can really answer that question, we got to take a step back. And also another misconception that's out there is that every tree can be used to make lumber. And that's actually not the case in the sense that so across all the wood consumed in our state, only about a third of the wood harvested goes towards making lumber. Um, we call that saw timber. Most, the, actually 50% of all the wood harvested, it goes into the pulp and paper sector. Um, so the vast majority of our industry is, is focused around the pulping and paper sector. Um, and then about 12% goes towards composite materials like OSB or siding. Um, and then there's a lot of other niche and specialty applications as well. So when, when we kind of look back at, at the broader pie and picture, the vast majority, again, we talked, you know, softwoods, construction lumber is, is a smaller piece of our resource and the trees that grow. And then about half of our wood goes into the pulp sector. And since COVID, that pulp sector has gone through, and specifically with paper, um, has gone through some very rapid market changes. And so when we look at businesses and schools going virtual, um, sporting events being canceled, that's made an impact on our paper consumption and our paper markets and has also trickled back to the pulpwood markets. So uh, because of declines in the white paper industry and shifting demand to other sectors, uh, we've had some just waves going through. And so when we talk about, you know, high lumber prices, um, that doesn't necessarily mean we've got high log prices for loggers or high stumpage prices for landowners. And so there's separate supply and demand forces at work uh, that can create, uh, again, just some imbalances in the marketplace. Very good point. You know, and the other thing is, uh, if they're not making money on that stumpage or on that individual log, then you've got to question the employee side of things. How have our timber industry leaders, uh, be it for paper, be it for any other product, how have they been doing as far as the uh, employee sources? Yeah, that's another really important part of this this question as far as, you know, finding employees to scale up the, the production to meet the demand. And so whether it's employees or whether it's equipment, um, mills and companies are having issues uh, producing the, the volumes of lumber that our society and our markets are asking for. Well, we, we were talking, that's something that the average farmer can recognize. Uh, try to try to get a new tractor on your farm that works without a microchip or something like that. Same, same situation you said in the timber moving industry. They're backlogged as far as available equipment. Very true. And like I said, I think we're, we're working our way through that, but our companies are really trying to uh, to get the wood to the people that, that are using it and the markets that need it. So, um so when are we going to see this kind of resolve itself, Logan? Like I said, if you read the headlines, you'd say that we're already on that way because of the somewhat softer market prices. But, you know, what is the long-term play on this kind of an issue? Yeah. As you stated, you know, when you look at the wholesale softwood lumber market, um, we have seen a decline uh, from some of the record highs that were earlier in May. Um, but like you said, there's still a, a massive demand for building projects and, and folks wanting to, to use dimensional lumber for buildings. And so uh, for at least the short term, you know, I don't think we're going to realize and see at our local uh, lumber store and for our local, that trickle down hasn't quite hit yet. Uh, but hopefully we won't see prices continue to go up and the markets have started to stabilize. Um, that's good. Hopefully they won't go up. But again... Hang in there. It's going to take a while to get this all squared away because uh, a lot of factors at play. Thank you, sir. Pam, for that, 28 minutes after 5 o'clock, we've got some uh, other news we're going to take a look at this morning right here on Wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to remind everyone Farm Tech Day is just around the corner. Make your plans to visit now and come see Chippewa Valley Bean at Innovation Square. Walk their cast plots with all the growing stages of the kidney bean. Come see the harvesting equipment and taste some delicious kidney bean recipes. For more information, check them out, cvbean.com, or give Chippewa Valley Bean a call and ask for Josh, the agronomist. Chippewa Valley Bean inviting you to Farm Tech Day 
Race 2021 in Eau Claire County, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Oh, boy, is this one two? No, three. Tex, you look stressed. What's up? What's it? Oh, I'm helping the fellas at Prestige Kia appraise all these trade-ins. Math is hard, Bubba. No, Tex, it's easy. Just put six grand on this one. On that old beater, Bubba? I think somebody put some wacky tobacco in your cigars. <laughs> no, Tex. At Prestige Kia, trade-ins are worth more now than ever. Plus, during the month of July, Prestige Kia will donate $100 to local veterans groups for every new and pre-owned vehicle sold. That's right. Prestige Kia has been helping our local veterans for years. Bubba, we love the veterans. That's right, Tex. So we need to put some crazy money on these trades. Trade and upgrade for thousands less at Prestige Kia. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your trade is worth, we want it. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 66 months. Spend less and get more only at Prestige Kia, the home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit spendlessgetmore.com. Zero APR is 1515 for thousand finance with approved credit. Sale in seven. Audible delivers everything you love listening to all in one app. Stream the newest releases, bestsellers, Audible originals, popular podcasts, and more. Start listening free with a 30-day trial at audible.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning, and we're going to get Kelly in here to tell us about our weekend weather when the next chance of rain is coming our way, but it won't be over the 4th of July weekend, it doesn't look like. We've got other news to take a look at. Scott, what else is going on? Eau Claire County's top prosecutor is back on the job, though he's not in the office. District Attorney Gary King returned to his work this week. He's working remotely. King took some time off, which he called a sabbatical, following claims from several DA office workers that he was rude, abusive, and drunk on the job. Governor Tony Evers has appointed a special commissioner to look into those claims. That review could be the first step toward removing King from office. Ashley Furniture is looking at just over $19,000 in fines following the death of a worker at its Arcadia facility. The worker died in December after they were hit by a large moving board. OSHA charged Ashley with three major violations, including a claim that the company didn't make sure the employees shut down their machines before working on them. The first legal bets on the Packers in Wisconsin will likely come in time for the start of the football season. Governor Tony Evers and the Oneida Nation yesterday signed an agreement that allows the tribe to open a sports booking uh, system at its casino in Green Bay. Fans will be able to bet on NFL, the the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and even the Oscars. Nobody will be allowed to bet on college sports or, or elections in the state. The agreement goes to the Bureau of Indian Affairs for 45 days of review. The United Nations said it hopes to be accepting bets by early fall. And the DNR is asking you to not take fireworks on your camping trip this weekend. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources yesterday said people need to keep fireworks out of the state parks. DNR officials said in addition to varying local laws, fireworks are a huge wildfire threat. Many parts of Wisconsin are still dry. And the DNR says fireworks have been known to set leaves and brush on fire. And hey, the Bucks did it last night. 123 to 112 over the Hawks. They lead that best of seven series in the in the Eastern Conference Finals, three to two, and the Bucks and Hawks go back at it tomorrow at seven thirty in Atlanta. And if Game Seven is needed, that would be back in Milwaukee at Pfizer Forum on Monday evening. Well, just as big a story, the Brewers won their ninth game in a row, beat Pittsburgh last wow. night. And so they're on a roll, too. I think they got a, at least a five- or six-game lead in the division. So that's kind of nice, too. They've been pitching and yep. hitting, too, something they hadn't done for, well, for a lot of the year. But they're in first <laughs> place by five or six games, so we can keep our Bucks and our Brewers winning. That's going to be a good thing. Right. All right, we've got 53 degrees, I think. We're going to find out for sure because we're going to check in with uh, Kelly Slifka and find out what's going on. I know it's an awfully nice morning out there if you want to sleep, but <laughs> if you got to get up and go to work, well, it's still cool. It's a good day to get up and get at them. It's the shank of the day, baby. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you got to see. The biggest selection for
Everyday low prices on the best brand names, and we finance it interest-free. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Bicon Cinemas is your locally-owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. 12 Mighty Orphans. The Boss Baby Family Business. Cruella. A Quiet Place Part 2. The Forever Purge. F9. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. And Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at MyConCinemas. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I think we're going to be keeping it dry, too. Bex Hybrids bringing us our weather on a Friday morning. Let's get over to Skywarn 13. Kelly Slifka is with us. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. And it does look like a, boy, as nice a 4th of July weekend as uh, you could probably have for outdoor activities, huh? Yeah, see, what are you going to do with all the heat this weekend? Are you going to be uh, swimming? or? I'll be swimming. I'll be sitting in the shade. I'll be... Refreshing myself a little bit, keeping hydrated. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? You, uh, you're kind of same. You're going to do the same, huh? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about going on a long bike ride, maybe somewhere, but ninety-one, ninety-two. That's a little bit warm. Yeah, it's going to be one of those weekends where you're probably going to be wanting to uh, try to stay cool and uh, maybe near the lake or the pool. But uh, really perfect weather for this uh, this time of the year for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, just going to be a little bit hot this weekend, and really any kind of uh, rain will probably hold off until maybe Sunday night, but in the meantime, that should not be affecting the 4th of July fireworks going off Sunday night for the 4th. Today, we're starting off kind of cool. You might need a light jacket this morning. We've had some 40s up to the north. We're sitting in the low 50s here in Eau Claire, but it should be a nice warm afternoon as we get up to 84. Humidity remains low with mostly sunny skies. That wind will be switching around the south tonight, and it won't be quite as cool tomorrow morning as we get down to 62 under clear skies. The heat is on tomorrow up to 91. Sunshine on the 4th on Sunday up to 92. And as mentioned, we may see a few showers of thunderstorms Sunday night and maybe an isolated thunderstorm on Monday. High still up there at 90. Right now in Eau Claire with fair skies, 52 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. First fireworks is tonight down in Pleasantville. There you go. Perfect night for it. Yeah, it's going to be a dandy. You have a good weekend. All right. Thanks, you too. There he goes. Kelly Slifko over at Sky. Oh, darn it. I went to ask him, but uh, we'll find out about this Luke Bryant underwear commercial. <laughs> Nobody's seen but me. <laughs> All right. We've got 24 minutes before uh, 6 o'clock. We've got markets. Brent is here as well. A little more farm news we'll take a look at, but as we said, Weather on Wax. Weather brought to you by Bex Hybrids. Farmers, how are your soybeans looking? Hey, it's Ben Pistol, your Bex field agronomist in Wisconsin. What a fantastic start we have to the soybean crop here in Wisconsin. Don't just sit back and watch them grow. Unlike corn, soybean yields can be greatly influenced with late season management. But first and foremost, make sure those weeds are under control and a strong residual is laid down. But besides weed control, we have found in our practical farm research program that a fungicide treatment at the R3 growth stage is a no-brainer. Now, some of you may be wondering, what is the R3 growth stage? Well, R3 is when you can find a pod in the upper foremost nodes of the plant that is as long as a pencil is wide. So roughly 3 16 of an inch long. Now, when spraying at that time, you are protecting the flowers that contribute the most to the soybean yield. If you'd like more information like this, you check out our website at bexhybrids.com and have a great weekend. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got markets we're going to get to in just a moment, but a little bit more in our farm news this morning and the calendar, of course, as we get into... July, we get closer to the fairs and all kinds of things. But, Scott, what else is going on in the news? Well, first, the deadline today, that uh, July 2nd, is the deadline for the CRP uh, Climate Change Mitigation Assessment Initiative. If you're wanting to get involved with that, you better get a hold of your FSA office today. And, of course, we've got the FFA convention starting on Monday down in Madison, the state convention face-to-face for the first time in more than a year and the Northern Wisconsin State Fair is kicking off on Tuesday at the Chippewa County Fairground and Northern Wisconsin State Fairground in Chippewa. Pretty excited about that. 
And, of course, World Dairy Expo is on for this year. That's running from September 28th through the 2nd of October at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. And for anybody who wants to enter cattle in the show, now's the time to get them entered. The cattle entries are being taken online this year with a September 6th deadline. The online address for entries is worlddairyexpo.com. Late entries will be accepted until September 16th, but there will be a late entry fee charged for each animal entered late. And the International Agribusiness Center at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is planning a trade mission to Seoul, South Korea in October, and it will be live, not virtual. Currently, the U.S. is the largest exporter of farm products to Korea with a 24% market share as sales of meat, dairy, and processed products are growing markets for us in South Korea. That trade mission will run from October 18th through the 22nd, and openings are still available. All right, and again, uh, don't forget Farm Tech Days coming up July 20, 21, 22, Huntsinger Farms uh, in Eau Claire County. Still looking for uh, some volunteers. If you'd like to help out, go to wifarmtechdays.com slash volunteers, and you can see where the, the jobs are needed. You don't have to have a farm background. It, you know, they're helping in the dining room. They're helping parking, you know, just a, a lot of places where you can help. And, uh, again, Stop by our wax booth. We'll have a wax tent in the middle of Tent City. I believe it'll be 572. And we've got uh, some hogs. We're going to give away four half hogs from Big Mike's Meats and Phillips Catering down there in Augusta. So we thank those folks. And, boy, they got good meat down there. If you haven't been down there, get down there, whether it's uh, bacon or steaks or pork or salami sticks or beef jerky, whatever. Get down there and pick up some meat from Big Mike's Meats. Markets next on Wax, 20 minutes to 6. I can't believe what I'm seeing. You mean how green that soybean field is? No, I'm talking about that soybean plant that just walked across the road. Yeah, but that mirror of his neo worked great. You know what they say, greener fields, higher yields. I hear you, but a walking soybean plant is pretty crazy. Mm, can't blame it for choosing greener, healthier mirror of his neo fields. True. Still crazy, though. Miravis Neo Fungicide. With improved disease control and increased plant health, it delivers a difference even soybeans can see. Learn more at SyngentaUS.com slash Miravis Neo. Always read and follow label instructions. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Pretty much a low 50, a low uh, 60s, 50s, even upper 40s around the air this morning. You get about 84, nice and warm. Let's get to the markets. See what happened over at the Equity Altoona Barn. Here's Jim Lindsay. No test on the choice beef steers and heifers. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 105 to 114. Choice Holstein steers 94 to 104. Select underfinished heavyweight and oversized steers and heifers 93 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 56 to 66 with a top of 72. 60% of the cows sold from 35 to 55. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 34 and down. Cold bulls sold from 70 to 90. Thin, full horned, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $60 to $180 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $60 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $225 per head. Butcher hogs were $65 to $75. Sows were $67 to $73. Our next special feeder sale is July 16th. All feeder sales are live now on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to an upcoming sale, give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Education and entertainment will be highlighted at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. Chris Cruzy, who shot to prominence on The Voice, will be there to entertain all three days during the midday. And plan to get your raffle tickets as one of the grand prizes will be a private concert for you and your guests put on by Chris and his band. Plan to be entertained and educated on the latest in agricultural technology at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County at Huntsinger Farms, July 20th through the 22nd. And buy your tickets online now at www.wifarmtechdays.com. Want to save money? A-plus insulation services. A-plus insulation ec.com. A-plus insulation ec.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get more markets from the sale barns. Uh, Jerry Fitzgerald joins us from over at the Stratford Barn to wrap up the week. Good morning, Jerry. 
Bob, and a good morning to you and Scott. Uh, what a nice morning. You know, you can sit with the windows opened and uh, just, well, I guess it's one of these days we look forward to uh, when we're talking in January, you know. That <laughs> is for sure. Nice day. It's going to get nice and warm all weekend long. But uh, we've got work to do. Wrap up the week for us over there at Stratford. Bob, I will do that, and I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Thursday, and, of course, the past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the market cows from yesterday's auction. Higher yielding flusher cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 62 to 67.5. And, And of course, earlier in the week, we did have cows from uh, 69 up to a top of 72, mostly on Monday's auction. The bulk of the cows this week, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 45 to 61. And your planer cows, thinner light carcass poor yielding cows below 45. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls, mostly from 80 to 90, great bulls 78 and down. Good demand this week on the fed cattle. Choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 92 to $1.08. High yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins from 109 to 114 with a top at 115 this week on the strictly prime Holsteins. A big spread between the choice and the select, though. Select grading under finished cattle, 87 and down. Calf market relatively steady yesterday on the Holstein bull calves. A good quality, 9,230 pound bull calves, uh, mostly from 75 to 150. Very limited demand on the heifer calves this week, 40 and below. Beef calves uh, on the close yesterday, 125 up to 270. And of course, uh, earlier in the week on Monday's auction, a lot of those beef calves over the $300 money. So we have concluded the week now. Uh, just a reminder, next Monday, of course, uh, some places are not open, but uh, equity, all equity markets will be open next Monday, July 5th. Normal sale as per usual. Uh, sales schedule next week, pretty much the same. Uh, next hay sale here at Stratford will be next Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. Next uh, dairy auction also next Tuesday at 11. Feeder cattle sale as per usual next Wednesday at, at uh, noon on Wednesday, July 7th. And we invite the folks to take a look at our website. A lot of information on our website. And also we have some new listings for private treaty cattle for sale, including uh, two complete herd dispersals. So if you folks are looking to add to your herd, or uh, uh, check this out. And we'd like to hear from you at 715-687-4101. And uh, before we leave here, Bob, you and Scott and all the folks out there, have a very safe, enjoyable Fourth of July. And uh, be safe. And I guess, uh, well, with all the hype and everything, but we still have to remember why we celebrate the day. And I guess that's the important thing. Absolutely. Independence Day is what the 4th of July is all about. You have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. You guys also. Thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Cub Cadet XT Enduro Series Lawn Tractors are setting the standard for performance and comfort. Head to Baraboo Implement today and see how the fastest-growing lawn tractor delivers more strength, more versatility, and more durability in one lineup, all backed by strong warranties and the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians only your local Cub Cadet dealer can provide. Visit Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls, family-owned since 1950. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at our grain trade, uh, Board of Trade overnight still, these lower planting estimates got the trade a little bit uptight. December corn up another $0.07 overnight. We're at $5.96 a bushel. The oats up for $3.91. December wheat up a nickel at $6.79. November soybeans up 16 cents, back over $14 this morning, 14.12. October meal up 280 a ton at $388. Let's look at country elevator prices, Scott. Wheat and grain service at their Chippewa Falls location has corn at 656 and beans at 1414. Their Connorsville site corn is also 656 and beans are 414. Doomer's Grain Service down in Holman has corn at 692 and beans at 1412. Buck Country in Arcadia, corn is 692 and beans are 1417. On the DTN screen, corn, Golden Plump, 675. At the Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek elevators, corn is 659. The beans at 1403. Osseo is 662 and 1403. Out at Elk Mound, 658 on the corn, 1413 on the beans. Sparta, 680 for corn, 1425 for the soybeans. Ellsworth has corn at 650 a bushel, 1403 on the soybeans. Ethanol plants, Boyceville and Stanley, both corn play, both corn prices are 670 a bushel. New Richmond, 665. 
Barrel cheese down a cent and three quarters, 148 and a half. The blocks unchanged, 155 and a quarter. Butter unchanged at 174. Class three, July down 14, 1677. August down 29, 1684. September down 6, 1728. October down 8 at 1803. And November down 2 at 1812. Friday morning, we've got 53 degrees, looking for 84 today. Brent's with us on our Countryside Landmark program. Brought to you by Countryside Cooperative. The agronomists at Countryside Landmark Services Cooperative tell us that as soybeans are in the early reproductive stages of their life cycle, it's time to start applying foliar micronutrients. In the soybean plant, nitrogen metabolism, increased flowering and fruiting, increased cell division, nodulation, and movement of sugars are all caused by boron in the plant. If you don't have enough boron available for the soybean plant, that process will be inhibited. Another nutrient that's beneficial to soybeans is manganese. Manganese helps aid in photosynthesis, increases nitrogen metabolism, and carbohydrate use, as well as helping in plant health immunity and increasing resistance and tolerance to many plant diseases. Don't let this year's dry conditions cause the yellow flash in your soybean crop. Contact your local Countryside Landmark agronomist to talk about tissue sampling and foliar applications of micronutrients to get the most out of your growing season. And Brent is here, Brent Wink, of course, on our Countryside uh, Landmark program, at least for now, and I'm sure it won't be long, and we'll be changing that name, but uh, as of now, Countryside Landmark, and Brent, boy, I'll tell you, driving around the countryside, things look pretty good. They do. This is uh, Good Morning. Good morning, Scott, Bob. Good to be back in studio. Last week yeah. I was out in South Dakota. Yeah, what would you see out there going kinda, that way? Yeah, was, There's some it, dry spots out that th- way. There are, but, you know, western Minnesota and certainly our area, western Minnesota, the first 50 to 80 miles of South Dakota, top to bottom, looks as good as it's ever looked right now. But uh, I think you get about 80 to 100 miles into South Dakota, and it's really, really dry uh, from there to the Missouri River. But for the most part, the crop looked really good. So it's uh, well. That's good because you hear these, you know, these drought monitors, and you think everything's drying up all west of here. But that's good to hear. But around yeah. here, what kind of uh, concerns or observations yeah. do we have? Yeah, I thought you know I'd give a little recap. So actually, Wednesday we got the the staff from the co-op together, and we did a little seller training at the Menominee Answer Plot, and it uh, you know a lot of training behind the scenes. I mean, the agronomists within your co-op spend. Many, many days in the fields themselves trying to learn newest uh, things or opportunities. And so Wednesday we had a chance to have the staff out there. Uh, the folks from Syngenta Crop Protection were there giving some updates and some of their new fungicides and, and kind of uh, some of the things they're seeing in the field. Randy Welch, our state agronomist for alfalfa, was there kind of talking. So I thought I'd just recap some of the things that we went through there. Uh, you know, corn out at the Menominee plot was at the V12 stage, so meaning that there's 12 leaves that have came out on that on those corn plants. Seven more were left to come out before tassels. So really, we start getting heat and things like this. Every three days, we could be throwing a leaf. I mean, we could see tassels on that corn by the by the 15th to the 20th of July already. So, and really, in corn, we're at a really critical stage right now. You know, the corn crop is getting to the point where it's needing about three-quarters to one inch of water per week. And that kind of takes into account our soil moisture as well. <clears throat> That's probably the largest concern. Even though the crop, in the most part, looks pretty good in a lot of areas, our soil moisture levels are really, really low in many areas. So we need to kind of keep these rains coming. But really, the corn plant is kind of determining ear length uh, right about now. From about V8 to V12, that corn plant's kind of determining how long that ear is going to be uh, within there. So certainly we want to try and avoid stresses and things on those plants at that time. But soybeans, like I talked about last week, you know, that, that June 20th, 21st trigger date, flowering is well underway on the soybeans. And, and there's extremely good-looking plants out there. So really there's some management decisions you can talk with your agronomist on 
as we get through this flowering stage. But alfalfa, I wanted to spend some time on that. We don't talk about that crop a lot, but uh, we are finding some potato leaf hoppers in some of the alfalfa as we cut second crop. And we're looking at third crop regrowth, get out there sweeping those fields. Some of the new seeding fields, uh, those fields seem to have a little higher pressures in certain areas. And when we see this moisture stress to alfalfa plants, we're going to have some really extended uh, heat over the next several days. If you are in some areas that are a little more moisture stress, it becomes super critical that we don't allow potato leafhoppers to feed on those plants. So really easy to scout and look for it. Talk with your agronomist to, to come out, sweep those fields, see if you need to uh, make some applications. There's also some uh, micronutrients and other things that you can add if you uh, have that pass out in the field. And then one final note, July 15th, we're doing a uh, tour down at the West Salem facility. It's one of the world's largest alfalfa breeding facilities right here down near La Crosse, uh, Forage Genetics down in West Salem. So July 15th, uh, you can talk with your agronomist. They can RSVP. It's open for the sellers and the growers for a chance to come down, look at the research facility, talk about forages and alfalfas, and kind of see what's going on uh, within uh, the alfalfa world. So that's kind of it. So the this is open. The tour is open for farmers to get on there to the alfalfa breeding station. Y- yep. We open it up to sellers. We, we try to do one a year. Obviously, last year that got scrapped. Yep. So July 15th, reach out to your agronomist. They have the process for uh, how to RSVP. You can sneak down there. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity to kind of see the newest and latest and greatest in the forage and alfalfa technology. Hmm. Sounds like a good time. All right. Good, interesting trip. Thank you, Brent. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Enjoy the 4th, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be here. Brent Wink on our Countryside Landmark Cooperative Crop Information Program. Hey, it's going to be a nice weekend. 84, partly sunny today, then hot Saturday and Sunday. 91 tomorrow and 92 on Sunday. It's about 53 right now, so have a good, safe, and happy, enjoyable 4th of July. Wax 104.